We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Really interesting. I mean, that's why I think that Senator Mitch McConnell shouldn't be the leader of the Republicans in the United States Senate. Because, I mean, really, did you hear uh, Chuck Schumer go out and apologize and say, you know, we got it wrong. That that Russian collusion story, uh, you know, we, we had the best intentions of getting that story right, but that, we got it wrong. And I want to apologize to President Trump and to his family for accusing him of uh, hiring hookers to pee on the bed in Moscow. And I want to apologize for calling him a traitor and for all the Democrats who said that he should be taken out and shot up against a brick wall and uh, you know, pushed out of the White House. That, that was really wrong. I, I feel I feel so bad that we made that mistake. It was it was a good faith um, mistake, but it was a mistake nonetheless. No, you never heard that. <laughs> you did, you didn't hear that, and it wasn't a mistake. It was very very deliberate. And so, for Mitch McConnell to stand with the guys who were essentially calling for censorship in Washington. I'm so sorry. I just, I'm not going to follow you as a leader. And you shouldn't be the leader of the Republican Party. I don't know if he's noticed it, because I think it's probably pretty nice to have an office in Washington and be the uh, the minority leader in the, in the Senate. I think that's probably a pretty uh, nice, cushy job uh, to have, especially year after year after year. But we're in a war. Uh, hopefully it won't actually be a shooting war in the streets. I mean, the Democrats have already tried that, and they got away with it with Antifa and BLM in 2020. So, you know, I have to tell you, I think the war has started. We just don't want to acknowledge that has, that it has started. And I need leaders who are willing to stand up and, and actually be aggressive. Honest, I'm not looking for liars, but aggressive. And he's not willing to do that. And I think it's great that Tucker Carlson showed more of the video. Because the average person doesn't know what happened on January 6th, other than what they've been told by the Democrats. I'm not saying it was okay <laughs> to, to kick in the doors and the windows at the Capitol. But I think the narrative that's been spread here and the, and the deliberate uh, effort, successful effort, to keep all of the video hidden from the American public. And the fact that most people in the media don't seem to care about that, I thought the media was supposed to constantly be uh, sending in Freedom of Information Act requests and demanding to see, I want to see all the evidence. Why have we spent two years where no one cares? The default position is whatever the Democrats said. Whatever, whatever Chuck Schumer said is what we're going with. Well, no, that's not okay with me. That's not okay with me. So good for Tucker Carlson for exposing that there's a lot of information and there's a lot of real-time video that you can watch yourself to make your own determination about what occurred on January 6th, rather than just believing someone who has a partisan reason for peddling another lie. And let's be honest, the Democrats have a bad track record here in the last few years of lying deliberately, and then once they're exposed... 
they walk away from it. Nobody holds them accountable. The Russian collusion story, oh, Hunter Biden's laptop, that's Russian disinformation when it wasn't. He was banging hookers, that he was snorting coke or what, you know, smoking crack. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that doesn't disqualify his father, but it looks bad. It looks bad when he's involved with huge financial transactions that are probably only happening because his dad is Joe Biden. But we're not allowed to talk about that. I'm sorry. I don't accept that. I'm not, in a free country, I don't accept that. So I just, just got to point that out. I'm so frustrated uh, that, that, that if you do a Google search today about Tucker Carlson, all you get is story after story about how reckless and irresponsible he is. I don't think that at all. I think he's one of the few people who's standing up so you can make your own judgment about what occurred. 8.41 on this Wednesday morning, and while I was at CPAC last week, I went over and sought out Hans von Spakovsky and said, hey, here I am, John Reed in person. We talk on the radio all the time. And he said, well, we got more to talk about because we keep getting reports of more. What was the, what was the term you used, Hans? I mean, is it illegality or is it just suspect behavior? What have you tracked down to add to the list of problems here? And good morning to you. Well, good morning to you, too. By the way, can I tell you, I, I agree with everything you just said. Uh, why are people criticizing Tucker Carlson for finally bringing these videotapes to right. light so that we can actually see what happens? Yeah, make your own judgment. This is supposed to be America. Right. Freedom of the press. Right. Let's see it. You know, uh, it's, it's shocking to me. Well, look, we just, you know, we, we maintain an election fraud database at, at Heritage, and right. it's, it's proven cases. You know, not not people just making accusations, but we don't we don't put a case in there until somebody's convicted in a court of law or a judge orders a new election. Well, we just added ten new cases. We're up to one thousand four hundred twenty-two, and uh, John, I'm I'm reviewing another dozen to add to it, and it's everything from you know one person taking advantage of the system, like a guy uh, who. Uh, who uh, voted in New York and in Florida in the same election, which is obviously fraud. You know, so that, that's a single person taking advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Or, or a guy who lives in New Mexico who used to live in Florida and discovered to his chagrin that somebody had, had he was on the registration list in Florida and somebody had cast a ballot in his name and he contacted law enforcement. Little did he know it was his own father who still lived in Florida, who, who had done it. But, look, some of the cases are organized fraud. Mm-hmm. And an example of that is a, an election commissioner, actually in New York, on a county board of elections there, who used the New York State voter website to request absentee ballots on behalf of all these voters, which he then filled out. Some of them he filled out completely, including forging the signature of the the, uh, voters. Mm -hmm. In other cases, he filled out the ballot completely, then went to the voters' homes and said, here, you need to sign this. Now, I just want to be clear. This is not just a hypothesis here. This is actually verified, adjudicated. It's true that this is what happened. Because this is what you and I have been talking about for two-plus years now. And a lot of the people who comment to me say, well, you're just making up hypotheticals. There's no real proof that this is is taking place. No, no. This this election commissioner uh, uh, pleaded guilty on all 
12 federal felony counts, um, he's he's uh, going to spend, he faces, I mean, he hasn't been sentenced yet, but he could spend up to five years in prison and could be fined a lot of money. And look, that's not the only case of organized fraud we uh, we put in, um, we just put in convictions of two other guys. They've been convicted of basically the same thing. This time, though, in Indiana, and they submitted as many as 20 mm-hmm. fraudulent absentee ballots where, again, they obtained the ballots, they filled them out, they um, – Forge the signatures of the witnesses. And for all those folks out there saying, oh, you know, uh, there shouldn't be signature comparison. That's how this was discovered. Right. Election officials saw that the the uh, signatures on these absentee ballots didn't match the signatures in the voter registration file of these voters. And that's how they figured it out. You've been monitoring this type of behavior for a long time. Do you think these are one-off kind of weird situations or is there the possibility seriously that this is just the tip of the iceberg and there are places where people are very systematically gaming the absentee ballot uh process and throwing elections potentially oh i think it's just the tip of the iceberg because in many of these cases uh Look, if you don't have the tools in place to detect this, you're not going to know about it. And and the 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 best um, the best example of this I can give you is uh, about not, about a month before the 2020 election, the New York Post ran an article from a Democratic campaign consultant who this was this, he he was in the article anonymously, okay, but mm-hmm. they checked out his background. And he had been exactly what he said. He'd been a paid political consultant for numerous campaigns in New York and New Jersey. And the whole reason he contacted the Post was because he kept reading all these stories about how secure mail-in absentee ballots were. And he explained to them how he had been stealing elections for years in New York and New Jersey by submitting fraudulent absentee ballots and had never gotten caught. Is anybody paying attention to this outside of you and your group and, and radio stations <laughs> like mine that invite you on occasionally? I mean, is, well, is there a well, clamor and an alarm? I, there should be. No, there should be. And some states like Georgia, Florida, Texas have actually, you know, all the reforms that Joe Biden said were to Jim Crow 2.0. One of the things they did was they, uh, they extended their voter ID requirements to absentee ballots hmm. to try to cut down on the ease with which absentee ballots can be can be uh, forged and stolen. You know, it's not just Republicans making this up because it's politically no. expedient for them. I mean, J- Jimmy Carter, who we know is in hospice care, I, I you know I don't want to necessarily drag him into this, but he was the one that said the absentee ballot movement is is the place where the fraud's going to happen, and not just in American elections, but elections around the world. I don't know why we're still arguing or debating whether this is a potential problem when it was the patron saint of the old Democrat Party who who acknowledged this years ago. 
Well, you know why. Why he, he understands that. It's because the first time in his first run for political office, which was with the state legislature down in Georgia, his election was literally stolen through fraud by the local political machine because they didn't like him. And really? he actually had to he went to court. He had to file a lawsuit. And the court uh, heard the evidence and said, yep, your election's been stolen. And they overturned the election. Okay. Well, I've never heard that story. That's interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I suspect I would have heard it a thousand times over if, um, you know, if it benefited where the the modern Democrat Party wants to be. Listen, I appreciate you sharing this with us, um, and I, I hope it sounds the alarm and gives people some ammunition when they get into that uncomfortable conversation with folks to push back and say what you're being told is um, is just not true there's a problem here we better get on top of it hans von spakovsky with the uh, heritage foundation thank you and it was good to see you in person it, it was and hey our our database is up on our website anybody can look at it and pull up these cases at heritage that's great Her- thanks hans heritage.org okay. baseball is back and so is mlb.tv watch every out-of-market regular season game on your favorite streaming devices anywhere anytime all season long Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.